When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Thrones is on the air today with a good message of love. That's right, Game of Thrones stars Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie, Jon Snow and Egret have long been an item that we knew. They really felt some heat in that cave, but today the news that they are engaged to be married. So we here at Daily Thrones, in a very dark, cynical world, both in Game of Thrones and in the real world, want to take a moment to tip our glasses, raise our mead, and have some eel pie in honor of Kit and Rose finding love, sticking with it, and hopefully their wedding will be better than it would have been on the show. If you have some congratulatory words, feel free to call in here to Daily Thrones. If not, we've got a lot of other things to talk about. Hey, Ken. It's Vic. I wanted to bring up this topic of fan service, which I know is your least favorite word, but... You know, people are going to be throwing it around like wildfire, pun intended, during season eight. I think people who bring up fan service are upset by the fact uh, Game of Thrones is offering solutions that seem too predictable or satisfying. But I argue if they still serve the story, then who cares? Nothing wrong with making characters get their comeuppance. When Ramsay was eaten by his dogs, for example, you could say that was fan service, but no one really cared because it felt so satisfying. And to throw in a Star Wars reference, you could say that Darth Vader scene in Rogue One was also fan service. So I think we can expect many of these fan service-esque moments in Season 8. But again, I see it as like having a cheat meal if you're on a diet. We've worked so hard to get to this point, so why not treat ourselves for all that hard work? Vic with a great call here on Daily Thrones about fan service. It's a it's a debate that probably will never end, but it's one I'm always on the I'm always on the side of the of the storytellers and the creators. If they are setting out to tell a story set in the worlds and universes that we love and involve the characters and moments and histories that we love and leading it all to logical and satisfying solutions. Now, the satisfying part of the solutions can always be up for debate. But I don't, as Vic mentioned, I don't like the finger-pointing that is fan service stuff. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. He gives the example of Rogue One. Vader in Rogue One is a bit of a fan service, but it makes sense. Darth Vader in the Han Solo movie could be more fan service, though it makes sense in terms of the era Han doesn't necessarily run into Vader along the way, and if it's handled wrong, if that is the case, and these are still just rumors, then I can see that as a fan service moment. Where Rogue One, no, Darth Vader would naturally end up there and end up trying to kill the rebels, because not only do we know that's where New Hope begins, he's one of the top dogs in the Empire. So not to get off on a Star Wars conversation, that's a good example of fan service. And going back to Rogue One, Red Leader and Gold Leader showing up in the fight over Scarif, to me, it's not fan service. They belong there. Dr. Evazin and Ponda Baba showing up on Jetta, a little more fan service, but I think it's cute. I think it's okay. It is okay to have fun with some things. Game of Thrones Season 7 
And some of the more recent seasons have had some fan servicey moments, that's for sure. Davos telling Gendry that he didn't know if he'd find him, he was looking for him, he thought he'd be rowing around somewhere, is a little bit of a cute wink and a nod to us fans and all our Gendry theories and the fact that Gendry did just disappear from the show, last seen rowing. We get it. And I think it's okay for the creators to have some fun. For the writers to have some fun. And I don't immediately throw fan service accusations at that, though some people did. The mission north of the wall with Jon Snow and Snow Team 6 did reek of some fan service in the sense of you're getting all your some of your favorites together, some of your all-stars together, you're putting them there, and there were some maybe some logic leaks, leaps to that point. Now, I love that mission, though I do think in story it was a stupid mission. I think it was a mistake from Tyrion and Jon. It was risking, and that is where some of the fan service stuff comes into play. I liked the mission. It was risky. Other than Thoros, there should have been a cost to it. A lot of people believe Tormund should have died. Maybe Beric Dondarrion, someone else. Someone big. And I do agree with that. That's why it, it geared towards more of a negative fan service because all your favorites went up there. Thoros, arguably the least uh, important character in that group, dies. Everyone survives. Big fight scene. And yay, the fans are happy. We gave you a big moment. So I understand that. But I still always side on the creators. Going into Season 8, Game of Thrones, I'm sure, will have some moments that people will accuse of being fan service. But going back to 7, the wall coming down because an ice dragon blew some frost fire with the Night King on top of it at the wall taking it down. If you call that fan service, I, I, I can't agree with you. Because that is a logical conclusion to where that storyline was going and where that storyline is headed. It's not fan service. If you've been predicting for years that you're going to see a dragon become an ice zombie. A lot of people have been predicting that and wanting that. So if it happens, to me, it's not fan service. That is us speculating correctly because it made some sense to the story. But the fan service debate goes on and on. There are sides to it. We're open to discussion here on Daily Thrones. So maybe we should start by saying, hey, what are some of your favorite and least favorite fan service-like moments in Season 7 or any season of Game of Thrones? And which ones do you want to avoid in Season 8? Call in, write comments, let me know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken. So about the season finale, I definitely think they will stick the landing. Uh, I think it will be a great ending. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to make everybody happy. Uh, so, I don't know, I think maybe something like the How I Met Your Mother finale could happen. Like, it will make some people or a lot of people really upset because it will be a bittersweet ending. So, there, there may be some controversy. Uh, a lot of people may not like that uh, some characters may die, some very important characters. But I think in the end, it will make sense. So I think that's the important part, that, that it makes sense uh, whether we like it or not. So yeah, I think they will do a great job. And if for some strange reason they don't, we still have the book ending. So that's going to be great anyway. <laughs> Hey, Ken, Kevin Ross. Uh, we're having some debate over here about whether or not the book Winds of Winter are finished. Uh, I personally believe that it is, and it's being held back on purpose. 
until the season or uh, the series is actually finished, and then it as well as everything else will be released in some ginormous new set. Uh, others are saying that uh, he is taking his time and working out uh, what fan theories have been and trying to get all twisty and turny, uh, essentially saying, no, no, that was the show and this is the book. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I personally think the book is done. Others say that, th- that it isn't. Uh, just need a little uh, Game of Thrones counseling. Thanks. A positive call from Santiago here on Daily Thrones. We love that positivity. We love to celebrate Game of Thrones. And he is going in pretty positive. Thinking that the finale of Game of Thrones, not just season eight, but the series will be good. That they'll stick the landing. It's something we've been talking about here for a couple days on Daily Thrones after our good friend Eric Monroe called in to say, what if, what if that finale is bad? And one of the things that Santiago said that is something we're going to constantly mention leading up to next season, we'll always have the books. And if the show does something horribly wrong in the ending, and again, I, I think they're building towards what George is doing, we will have the books and George will get to retell that story now the second call comes from our friend kevin at three cocktail questions and he's his conspiracy theory is that speaking of that book he thinks winds of winter might be done it might be completed sitting on some editor's desk just ready to be published and that they're waiting to the series ends you know what i'm not gonna say that's 100 percent fact but I've kind of always had that hunch. Now, I'm sure George is still writing it. I'm sure he's still tinkering. But I've had that feeling that maybe it was planned and maybe, you know, saying it's ready again doesn't necessarily mean every word is typed and it's sitting there on uh, delivery uh, trucks waiting to go out. And they're like, hold, hold, we're waiting till the show ends. However, just the way the show really started to differ from the book's which we knew at some point it was going to happen. And I'm not, just, I'm not just talking about, of course, the changes from season two to book two, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about, hey, once they were off the map and they had to figure this out a little bit on their own, could there be some sort of uh, idea to just hold back, let the show do its thing? And I'm not talking about George R. R. Martin sitting there at a, in his office in New Mexico at his house or something going... I want the books to be better. He has a vested interest in the success of HBO's Game of Thrones, and he has a vested interest in the prequels. He's working on developing all of them. He's working with the writers, working with HBO again. He joked about he wished the HBO uh, network could just simply be the Game of Thrones network. Ooh, could you imagine that? So I don't think it's some competitive thing. I, I think, though, there could be a thought. I don't know who would broach the subject first of, hey, let the show stand on its own right now. Let the show finish out. And then let's finish the story where it started in the books. Now, that might be disappointing to avid book readers. Number one, hey, uh, we could take it. We can understand. We understand show books. Two different entities. Same story, same world. Forever intertwined, of course, as I think they should be. But we just give us the book. We'll take it. The book now has to catch up to the show, so we'll get there. But can't you kind of see the side of, hey, uh, to avoid any criticism, to avoid any finger-pointing of uh, the book got it right, as the book should, uh, maybe, maybe let's just hold off on that book and push it back and push it back. It would be almost the gentleman thing to do. I look at Hodor's death. 
hold the door, hold the door. George said, yeah, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of what I have. That's kind of the ending. They kind of got it right, but it is vastly different in the book. Again, I'm paraphrasing. So that's the type of thing we want to avoid. That's the type of thing I think George wants to avoid. He never seems overly happy. The only time I felt that maybe he was intentionally backing away from the show was the controversial uh, scene with Jamie and Cersei at the foot of Joffrey's grave. Book, not so much a forced rape scene. Show had a little bit more of those overtones, and some of them not so much overtones. It was direct. So that was the only time I felt, this is my opinion, where George kind of said, it's not in my books, not the way I wrote it. But maybe to avoid all that, maybe you just kind of hold off. And when's the winner? Can come on out sometime in 2019 when the show ends. It would be a nice little reward. The series ends. What are we going to do? When are the prequels going to start? But hey, at least we can dive on in to when's a winner. What do you guys think? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. I'll post your call. I'll read your comment. Let's talk. Is when's a winner on the shelf?